great to be here. I came to the first one and I beat all the other six. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Like the Hartley subscriber. For those who don't know, Radio Hotmap, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotmap. 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 Oh, cheers, boy. Cheers. Cheers. G'day viewers and welcome to Radio Hotlap episode 270. Now I'm not quite sure, Charlotte, where that bus stop goes from. I think it's something from like Chatswood to, to Manly or somewhere I went to school. Did you, did you have a, a bus that was 270 when you were using buses? Oh, I think the last time I used a bus was probably about 15 years ago, John. <laughs> so, but buses are, are, do you recall, bus route 270? No, but I do like your destination of Manly. Hmm. I, I... Well, I'm sure we'll get on to a little bit more of that later, but uh, I'd like to welcome you to Radio Hotlap, that light-hearted and zany podcast that takes an occasional look at the world of motor racing, cool emerging technologies, gadgets and barbecues, and as we say on Radio Hot Lap, the most important thing. What are you having to drink tonight, Charlotte? Ah, well, I'm having a Cabernet Sauvignon. And I'm in the beautiful um, Champagne region of France, am I not? No, I'm in the Loire Valley, I think. <laughs> the Loire Valley, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Where they're apparently going to, uh, here, remove the name Champagne. I just... What's going on there? It's a champagne, yeah. Oh. Is it, will, will it be the sparkling wine of uh, the world? Uh, who knows? Troublesome times <laughs> in France. But we're not here specifically for that. It's Saturday night. It's Saturday night of the current 2014 Le Mans 24-hour Mm. race. It's running as we speak. Th as we yeah. speak. Chat even. 37 kilometres away from us. Mm. On this uh, and, and we're actually hanging in a, a, a Chateaux. We are. With extra rooms. Mm. No internet. Zero no. telly. No. Um, We've gone back 50 years. In fact, I think, John, that this house is taking us back to Probably the first of the month. Where the buffaloes roam. Indeed. I saw I saw some of the I saw um, Derek Bell earlier today. Mm. So um, that uh, did uh, sort of infer that we were going to be going back in time with some of these people. I think I think we have. I think we've travelled back in time. But you're not here to travel back in time. No. You're here, viewers. This lady is making a movie. A movie. Mm. Now, to, to, to set the stage for you, um, Charlotte invited me to come and talk a little about Alan. 
of which I said, look, I'm happy to do that. Oh, you don't need to, to do that. It's a, okay. a really quite a, 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 a... You think after 270 episodes, I don't know how my <laughs> microphone works. Jeez, you like to touch things, don't you? <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, we'll put it up there if you feel more comfortable. Um, talk about Alan. But uh, I said, really, we only need to talk about his character, mm. not about what's going on, because it would be... I'd be the last person, the last person to say, Charlotte, that... And, of course, we would never broadcast this out, that neither the ACO, the FIO, or Aston Martin has actually said anything about specifically what happened. I mean, I'd be the last person to do that. Indeed. And so, you know, you may be hearing this, but of course I'm not saying it. Indeed. But I'm not happy about it. I hear nothing. <laughs> You're not involved <laughs> in it. Clearly, clearly the ACR and the FIA are to blame, not Aston Martin. Aston Martin may be guilty of having a car that had handling issue or, or, or a failure of some technical issue that sent the car sideways. However, it is the responsibility of the world governing body of motorsport to approve the security and track safety of every grade one track. And when the FIA approves the ACO's ability, well, to put barriers which are flexible barriers up against immovable objects. And we've talked about this before, viewers, as you well know, on Radio Hot Lab. Then what happens to the energy? We saw with Lorik Duval's accident. Indeed. Uh, it's quite amazing um, from a completely um, outside, non-technical point of view, to see crashes take place at that sort of velocity and for the tub and the person within it to survive. Um, and I think it's a marvel of technology that these things happen and such an incredible tragedy. And I know, as I say, purely as a spectator, as I was last year, um, the I incredible impact and, and tragedy that, that was Alan's death. And it's in this day and age, something that, that you feel as a viewer um, from the outside should certainly um, not be occurring. Uh, very, especially in this, in this day and age where we can see such crashes as the Deval crash, as the um, Alan McNeish crash in, in 2011, and spectacular as they are, the people walk away and they survive and they live to tell the tale of it. So. I technically, I wouldn't be able to tell you tell you the difference. But as I say, from a spectator's point of view, the difference is they walked away. Well, you could see that there was a lot of spiky objects on the exterior of Loris's vehicle. Lo is it Lois? Lewis. Lewis. It's with a C, Mr. isn't it? Duvel. I, I thought it was Mr. Duvel. Yeah, Mr. Duvel. <laughs> Maybe he's German. Hair. Hair Duval. Duval. Anyway, Duval. <laughs> Duval. 
And um, when you have a lot of spiky objects on the outside, many like remnants of a race car, you'd think you're going to get them on the inside, but apparently not, mm. which is a great testament to the safety cell technology of yeah. Audi. Yeah. And this Absolutely. is not a marketing no, 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 no. Even though I did catch up with Dr. Ulrich. Mm. Dr. Ulrich. He's a nice chap. Yeah. I've only ever seen him walk past me and smile and, and shake my hand, but he was, he was a, seemed to well, be a very pleasant chap. If I walked past you, <laughs> I'd smile and shake your hand. <laughs> at the very much. least. <laughs> Hopefully there'd be more. But um, <laughs> than just smiling. So, um, anyway, viewers, look, you're getting... Stop that. I think Strike I Strike that from the jury's mind. I think mind. you've had a little too much Carbonier Sauvignon. Carbonier, on, Carbonier. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, I, I, I... Sorry, I'm used to being the interviewer, not the interviewee. I was going to ask how it felt to come back to Le Mans, Ron. Well, it's interesting. Um, I thought... Uh, well, I wasn't coming. But then you, you, uh, you opened that can of worms, didn't I, John? Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you, you pretty much uh, it gave me an incentive to, to, to come along, and then I thought, oh, okay, yeah. But there was a train ride involved, and I like trains, oh. although the TGV ended up being rather ordinary. And we should probably quieten down a little bit because we do have camera crew sleeping upstairs. Oh, yes, uh, viewers, it's uh. It is, uh, I, I should point out that uh, that there is a, a rather major film shoot going on here. And in fact, insert plug here. Oh, well, this is actually my first trip to the event itself. I've been following the Le Mans 24 for four years now uh, as a spectator from home. But this is my first physical experience of the event because I'm here filming Journey to Le Mans, which is my first feature film based on the incredible event itself. And I have to say, today, when I was stood on the start line, hearing that rocky music and War of the Worlds in person, in the middle of the event, I, well, if I can capture just an iota of that atmosphere, I will have done the event proud, because there is not another spectacle on Earth that I have ever been to that has made me feel quite so overwhelmed with the passion of the crowd. Look, uh, I, that's only just a small, a small smidgen of information of, f from your, your side about what you're on about, what you're doing. <laughs> simply, and I know, viewers, that uh, this lady, uh, who was, interestingly enough, the, uh, the UK Murray Claire Woman of the Year. Gee, she looks hot there. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's married to someone else. <laughs> anyway, you know, like ad advertising agencies, <laughs> marriages are sometimes seen as incumbent. But uh, I, 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 mean that in a po I mean that in a positive, <laughs> nice way. <laughs> That's so rude of me to say that, but yes, racing car stuff. Um, <laughs> this is what you'd expect at radio. Outlet. That uh, this will be, I think, a good film. Thank you very much. I'll be looking forward to the. Uh, the red carpet. Indeed. You will there be carpet? There, there will or be. Or will there just be red things, strips? Well, I, I envisage a red carpet so that we can drive the car up it, but um, perhaps perhaps I'm a little over ambitious. Which car would that be? Oh, the Jota car. Ah, uh, the Jota car. So, so whilst this is not 
centric around Joe Sport and LMP2 car, there is a little bit of flavour there and it's uh, an interesting journey because you've actually been like training drivers and loaning them back to Audi. Ah, yes. Well, <laughs> I'm sure um, we'd, we'd love to take credit for, for Mark's talent, but Mark must take credit for that. Mark Chenet's Yeah, Mark, Mark Chenet is, is absolutely fantastic. He came into Jota incredibly, incredibly talented with a wealth of experience, obviously a formula, uh, former Le Mans champion himself. Um, but yes, we journey to Le Mans, I feel... Um, very passionate about we we follow Jota into the heart of Le Mans and the reason I chose Jota not only through my connection with the team um, but because I feel that as a privateer team the stories of the individuals are slightly more accessible than that of a factory team and and slightly more real to the viewing public so we can get into the actual heart and the personality of the story behind it and obviously they take us into the heart of the event and, and establish Le Mans um, uh, from a very personal, sort of from the roots up point of view, I feel. I think that that's a, a perfect story, which will be borne out further tomorrow, because here we are, uh, eleven o'clock on the evening yeah. of the the opening day, um, and there's been all sorts of stuff. Rain's gone on. We've come back to the the Shatterks, <laughs> and I'm sitting here on the couch looking across at a camera setup which is probably I guess around 15,000 pounds worth it looks like it's yeah, a pretty you should probably double that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really <laughs> is it that yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty high-end Sony yeah. 4k video um, but it's absolutely uh, great stuff viewers and uh, look you might may, may think that um, I'm, I'm hitting on the <laughs> I'm hitting on that. What? No, no, no. I, I mean, you've been here for. Do you know what made I'm me laugh? I'm talking about you. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I'm hitting, hitting on, the on, the, on the on the power <laughs> button. Go on. So, yeah. no, no, fair, was, to be fair, viewers. Sorry. To be fair, viewers. I'm here with Charlotte. She's a uh, 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 rather. Uh, <laughs> the most attractive character around this neck of the W. So um, uh, she may think that I'm hitting on her. I, I probably <laughs> am, but anyway. I just thought, to tell us in your own words, mm. what interests you in motor racing? What are you here? I mean, you're making movies. Mm. You know, you and I have a little bit of the same sort of, we're entrepreneurial spirit. What's driven you to want to make this movie in the first place? Because you've bitten off a big, Big thing, yeah. Now you could have gone and done a smaller event, but oh, oh, is this? Is he coming oh, down? These people upstairs. Is he oh. coming down? Look, we're in the Shatterks viewers with an X, and there's, you know, they'll be all right. You know. Do you think they're asleep? Huh? They're asleep. They'll be fine. Is she's worried about all the? Thousands of dollars she's got to pay for the little for the, for the camera crew. Kitties. I just, no, I want to make sure that they have a good night's oh, sleep. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Union life is 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 alive here. Got to have a bit of sleep, poor little darling. <laughs> anyway, why did you choose Le Mans? Uh, 
Le Mans, from the very first moment I watched my very first first minute of Le Mans, my blood just ran warm. It was everything I've loved about motorsport. From from the moment I could sit in a car, I just I just loved driving. I rode motorbikes from about thirteen, fourteen. Um, so I've, bad I've, bad <laughs> I've loved the thrill always. Um, but for me, Le Mans really encapsulated that because you've got everything. You've got um, the different the different classes. For example, you know what really sort of excites me about that is on every lap you have drama, you have overtaking, you have to be on your guard, you have to be focused. There's so much going on. There's so much excitement. And what is lovely about the twenty four hour race is not only do the men absolutely, uh, and ladies, but men, let's face it, push themselves to the absolute limit. But um, they, I think they, they take motor racing to a whole new level. Um, it's certainly something I've never experienced by watching Formula One or rallies or anything like that. It, to me, I, I kind of equate it to the modern day gladiatorial arena, if you like, where men are, are proper men, you know. They get into those cars and they drive them at, at you know, three three hundred kilometers per hour plus um, through the night when they're pushing themselves, their bodies, their minds, absolutely to the to the limit and beyond. Um, and it, it's just an incredible feat of human and mechanical endurance. An absolutely uh, succinct statement. Last night I stayed. At fuck around folks, this hotel. Uh, he snored his guts out all night. This is terrible. I, I don't know. I, I'm so glad that I'm back in the mansion. It's very chilled out here, isn't it? It's um, yeah. He can't stop smiling tonight, can you? Well, you've given me some. What is it? A cabernet sauvignon, John. We're back to that again, aren't we? Good evening, viewers. We'll uh, <laughs> talk to you further. Thank you, John. You're not going to kiss me now, are you? <laughs> southern Hemisphere. <laughs> it's the Southern Hemisphere. G'day, viewers. Apparently, this is the Southern Hemisphere edition of episode 270. Well, are you in the Southern Hemisphere? I am. Because the last half of it was... You mean the first half of it? Well the, well, the first half of it was done. The, 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 the half that the viewers have just listened to. That, that's it, that's right. it. With, with the uh, delectable. Right. Is it delectable? Is it okay? Delectable's good. Can word. you call it delectable? A, oh, a female delectable? Yeah, of course you can. It's not like a There are lots of delectable females out there. <laughs> Who lives in the Northern Hemisphere? There we were at a remote, remote location. Shatterks. Because <laughs> there were more than one. I was just going to say, were there more than one? Yes, there was. They, the that's why I put the X on the Numerous chateaus. And back here, you know? Back here. In Adelaide. You know? Oh. Welcome back, John. Thanks, mate. So, just sort Good of coming to see around you. here. Like you've yeah. been gone forever. Oh, no, I haven't been gone forever. But, uh, nice to be back and uh, staying at uh, Sir Nicholas's. Establishment. It's very nice here. Uh, who's um, um, I, you have to. I have to ask him later about he. Uh, he's bought some really nice kitchenware. 
Has he? Uh, oh, well, I've, I've been using it, so uh, we can talk about it later when you come What was FB... FB Manager 2? FB Manager. <laughs> 2.0. FWB. Yeah. A fine wine buying manager 2.0. That's right, yeah. FWB 2.0. I am sorry, Nicholas. I forgot. I thought you might have been a little bit wanting to be a bit silent, but no. Since his recent purchase uh, in Sydney of uh, an outstanding kitchenware range, he uh, seems to have Did he bring all that back from tra- Sydney, did he? Of cost him a, a mozza. But, but I tell you, it's good to use, and I like the fact that you can have the rubber rubber-like handle of the fry pan yeah. in the oven at the time. And it doesn't perish. <laughs> well, we don't know that yet. Not as much as his bank account has for paying for it, but anyway, <laughs> until he tells you what it cost him when well, he's on later right. on in right. the show. No, no, it's a whole range. A whole range. I think he might have been... I think did you might... go to Queen Elizabeth basement, did you? Did you go down there? It was DJ's, oh, DJ's 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 Dave Jones, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I wonder if they're trying oh, to save the business, right. just sticking right. it up you. Yeah. That's yeah. it, I was basement. You should have gone to the basement of the Queen Elizabeth building. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, Dad, well, look, uh, we'll get you around later, Nicholas, so just stay by, just clean up. I mean, I, I try to not make a mess in your kitchen. No. <laughs> you never tried not to make a mess in the kitchen. <laughs> That'd be a world record. What did you think of that little snack? It was very nice. I mean, it's it's nice it's to fun. come back and make snacks. Why can't you make snacks in Germany? Yeah, I have been making snacks, but they're invariably got cream or ham or cheese involved. Ah, right. Okay, it's nice or, to come back. Or, and definitely pork. Well, gee, this is a big surprise. Irish beef. The last time we chatted, JP, <laughs> yes, I was on the balcony at you were. Uh, Dominic Farmbarkers. Mm. And since then, we travelled many places far and wide to... Laususring mm-hmm. in uh, the Euro Speedway, the place, the, the home of the German Grand Prix, a uh, German 500 oh, right. in 2001, I believe, or 2000, no, 2000, I'm not sure exactly the year, but the unfortunate event was Alex Zanardi losing his limbs when he was coming right. back out of the pit yep. and uh, slid across the grass there on turn one was collected by Alex Tagliani who's also in trouble for stealing Miss Australia. Right. Which one? <laughs> I don't know. Just <laughs> have to ask Jack. Oh, yeah, we ain't know. Um, but, yep, it would be remiss, as you well know. Of you not to ask me what I'm having to drink. Unless episode 270 yep. does not go forward. Part two. This is 270B. SH edition. (laughs) SHIT edition. (laughs) Well, I'm actually having a Moretti all the way from Italia, which is very, very nice, actually. I do like a Moretti, actually, as a nice alternative to a Peroni. And I just saw it in the bottle shop and thought, I'll have half a dozen of those. And not only is it just as nice, in fact, slightly nicer in some ways, than, uh, than going for the the good old Peroni. But it's actually about a dollar cheaper. So, bargain, bargain. I mean, in this state, mm. it, it's important because, you know, the, what, what you get one day is just not the same the next day. I mean, look, take a case in point. Now, uh, oh, oh Dr. good Rust. evening, Rusty Sausage. Hello, Rust. Um, I should point out that the, the, the picked up the, the, the Russell Sausage yes. from uh, Jane and Jen. 
yes. took them out for lunch yesterday. Martins. At, uh, Martins at the uh, at the colonists, only to yep. find out what an absolute rip-off food is in Australia. Seriously, it's, you know, I, there's no excuse for cold chips. So is, is it a bit like the rip-off for food in Australia? Is that a bit like the rip-off for software? And, Everything uh, is, you know, electronic I, gadgetry. I, it, this could be a very long show. Right. But... Uh, JP, I, and no jokes, viewers, I tell you that coming back here, certainly after an extended period overseas and being located in, a, in relatively, you know, one spot and then sort of going out on, on journeys to the racetracks, f- food is just w- grossly overpriced here. Mm. Um, and meals and stuff like that. Uh, right. Having said that, Last night I got a couple of racks of lamb from Feast, yeah. which were what twenty five bucks for the two. Oh yeah, well that's not bad. And there were only three, three, three pieces each. But uh, Nicholas, who's uh, out doing a bit of gardening, yeah, will come back Looks shortly. Like yeah. We'll uh, report in on the uh, the oh, quality right, of the okay. lamb because it was oh, uh, well, he, uh, yeah, yeah. So you sort of go, wow, I haven't had a piece of meat like that. Right. For a while. So the quality. So we're getting the quality, but, but we're know, just not getting the price. But you're not getting the sizes either. But it's halfway in between. You go to Germany, and you know what it's like over mm. there. And they give you the, they give you ham hocks, and yeah. you know, with a piece of bread. But they're geared up for that, if you well, know they, what I mean, because well, it's the way it's always been. Well, it's because there's 900 million people in Europe, exactly, and there's only 23 scale. Yeah, and we only live on the mm. on, on the, the cr- on the crinkly bits. Mm. There's nothing in the middle. No, not at all, except for. Rock and a dirt bike yeah. race, and some sand and a few opals, <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go into the three D perspective of <laughs> JP, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, you know, you get back, and then I, I walked down the shops today, mm-hmm. and I thought I reminded myself. I thought, you know, this, this show has virtually nothing to do with motor racing. How how did we manage to turn it around? <laughs> Even though I've just come back from Le Mans and doing all this sort of stuff. Well, we'll get to that later. It's got nothing to do with it. We'll get to the occasional bit of motorsport mentioning. Yes, yes, yes. But you were about to tell me about your wonderful gas bill. Oh, no, we'll get on to that later. I don't like to be... That's sort of tech time. don't like to be negative. Gas is tech. Tech Techy gas. So this weekend, JP... This this weekend's a big weekend. ...is the weekend after... Le Mans, the 24 hour of Le Mans, which was spectacularly won by Audi again. Audi again for the 13th time in, in 16 years. I thought it was 15. Oh, 16 pounds. Really? Well, that's Where'd you get that information? I don't know. Where'd I you read that? Yeah, I read it somewhere. Well, you read it from somewhere. Rob probably said it was the 81st, uh, 81st Le Mans, which is not. It's 82nd. Well, there you go. For a moment there, it looked Quite likely that Toyota, no, Porsche, Porsche with yes, our friend. It did look like Porsche. Brendan Hartley yeah. and the Chin, yes, uh, international Chin, international um, stubble, three-day growth Chin, yeah, not sponsored by Gillette, no, and uh, <coughs> Timo Bernard, yep, would uh, would could challenge, it? could mm. well could well, challenge, yeah, yeah, but yeah, their lap times were yeah. six or seven seconds down. Yeah, like they were circling around about three thirty-three, um, and then unfortunately the thing expired. It did, well, which is shame, a bit of a uh, yeah, a bit sad. But um, mm. nonetheless, I uh, I had quite a few people say <laughs> they won't finish this, 
but they, they, you know, Audi had problems. Mm. <clears throat> and in fact, they had problems earlier in the week because of the Wednesday, which I think that we've already discussed in the Shatterks. Right. <clears throat> of the number one Audi being destroyed and going into pieces. But, um... Yeah, it was a it was a, it was a good race. Mm. Well, I enjoyed what I saw of it. The, the, the stuff I streamed. The only thing wrong with this, the stream was I thought the stream was excellent. Um, it wasn't the same as the full TV coverage that you got on Fox or uh, um, any of those other stations. Um, it was mostly in car, and that was fine as long as you got the commentary. But the problem was, every time they switched back to the commentators, the audio was out of sync with their mouths moving by about a three-second delay. Oh, so it's just was, like regular pay TV. So it was just, oh, it was just crazy. And, the, and they acknowledged it early on in the race and said they were going to try and fix it. Well, of course, by Sunday night here... Like it was well, in the, that far out of sync. 10.30 they, Sunday by the night. the time that they got back... They, there, they, they hadn't, hadn't got any better at all, let me tell you. Yeah, right. So it was still just as badly out of sync, but nevertheless. It was a bit of a delay. Just a bit. A yeah. delay. A delay, delay, delay. Yeah. Right. So, so the audio was behind, behind, behind. Which must be something to do with the speed of sound being slower than the speed of light. Oh, That's what I worked out anyway. So we got the TV pictures almost instantly, but the sound was just hanging around. Hanging that around sounds there. like it does. the pouring of a... Rather excellent chocolate box for the Fine Wine Buying Manager 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Who has, oh, that's who has the most? <laughs> 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 Viewers, I have to say that coming into this house here, there are um, robot deodorant systems <laughs> <laughs> planted behind objects that sound like a door, a key in a door or, or something like that. And just when you, you know, you, you think you're alone, you get startled. And, uh, yes, it, the place smells quite pleasant, uh, but it's not as pleasant as this uh, fine wine you're having, uh, Nicholas. This is Mataro, if you've heard of Mataro, mm -hmm. or uh, otherwise known as Muvedra. It sounds like a car Hyundai would make. Mataro? Yes. A Hyundai Mataro? Yeah, actually, that sounds good. I like it. We, or, as opposed to a Citroen Muverdra. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or also known as Monastrol. Right. Yeah, true. Well, that'd have to be a German Honda. brand. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, quite a, uh, quite a meaty red style of red, so having a uh, nice... Barossa and roast chicken as we are tonight. Um, should yes. be quite well. A, a nice Barossa roast chicken. So has that chip come all the way from the Barossa, has it? it, it, it I brought it, it from the Barossa with me. It, oh, yeah, very good. But, but it, it was, it went to Maggie Beer's sister's <laughs> for <laughs> blessing. <laughs> yeah, sure. But um, I, I hope it's one of the ones that's not part of the batch. Right. Because apparently there's a bit of problems with black pigs. Well, not being there is, black. There, there I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> with Berkshire or Berkshire, as you <laughs> choose to say, pigs, no less. But it's got an E. Yeah, doesn't matter. You Burke. 
That's not what you say, you're a bark. <laughs> it's Berkshire. Right. So they've been getting it wrong all the time when they say you're a Burke. No, no, you're a Burke. That's fine. That's B U R K. You Burke. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> As in Berkshire Street. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so quite a nice, uh, a nice uh, chicken um, has been prepared. It has. On the uh, on the Weber mm-hmm. with, with eighty two meters of string, with, uh, and and the Weber twine. is looking truly spectacular. I have to say, it's the cleanest I've seen it since it the day he bought it. Basically, yes. I was not allowed to come back. Yeah. Uh, uh, basically, he was in touch with Qantas, right. who then okayed the return ticket <laughs> after the cleaning cleansing <laughs> because uh, and it took that long. Well, it would have. Gee, it was a big investment in oven cleaner. Getting that going. For me, a mic press. Pinot. Pinot Noir. Mic a, press. A 2013. Yeah, which I haven't tasted yet. But from I'm the Adelaide Hills. And uh, I had one last night as well, but it was a different vintage. And I I, I, I felt it was okay. I, the, the only issue of it is is that when I look at the label, I think of my proctor. <laughs> and having run into his... Ex-wife and Harry, the black sausage dog, right. today, it, it's, it's got Mike PR, you know, it's, just, it's, it's close to Proctor. I, it sort of, you know, I wouldn't say it puts me off. This has just been a bit disconcerting because I know Mike's an well, avid listener. You know, that's right. Avid so you listener. wouldn't want to be put off. But, uh, and, and Mike, well, well, in I'm, fact, really and truly, he's lying, viewers, because nothing would put him off of a glass of wine. But no, but I... I you know, in in conjunction with being invited to Mike's for a five-day-old ravioli out of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would. So that's the same Mike. But we, the RSVP'd for our um, iPad and uh, Apple Guru morning uh, two weeks ago. Uh, but he, he, no, he... And he said he, he would he be did, there he the did, whole time. He did ring he, me. He, he, no, he did ring me to tell me he wouldn't all. be there. Right, right. No, no, he... he or the he, other person he booked in. No, or no, he... Mm. No, right. he, he rang. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, did that not yeah. message not get through to you? <laughs> Funny about that. <laughs> Change the command. <laughs> but back to the wine. Oh, yes, yes. Nicholas. Sorry, Nick. So we're saying Mike Press, Adelaide Hills Peanut. Let's have mm. a look. And, and this is my bank account. Can you just put that? It's quite pleasant, I have to say. Yeah, I think, and I've, I've tried these uh, Mike Press wines previously. Mm. And I must say, value for money, they're pretty spot on. They're not you too know, bad, are they? For how yep. much was uh, recommended retail? Fourteen and a half. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty drinkable stuff. And Adelaide Hills Pinot. Ten euros. Adelaide Hills Pinot at that price. Yep, and it doesn't have that... uh, Put it this way, I've said it before, and I'm not one to go on about it, but I don't like... I know what I don't like, and that's Ninth Island Tasmanian Pinot. And to some extent, I don't even like Yering. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's just it's too mainstream. Over-extraction, I would say. Is that what it is? This is is a a really easy to do. Yeah, too much over extraction, mm. too much greenness. Yep. Greenness and pippiness. Mm, okay. Which is. So it'll be interesting when we try this one then. That's right. I mean, viewers, it's, it's plain to see that we're, we're migrating away from motor racing here to more uh, elegant subjects. 
like uh, what Pinot you can enjoy with a Barossa chicken and still drive the Aston Martin home without getting pinged. That's right. I mean, this is the advice they need. Obviously. How much motor racing do we want to talk about? This weekend, well, well this a, weekend, a, a, a plethora of motorsport, even. Not only do we have the Austrian Grand Prix, right. yes, which is the racetrack that Nathan Morecambe oh, yeah. was at a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Oh, look who's here. Late. It's Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Craft and no apple. Oh, dear. Well, look, viewers, we're just going to have to take... This is a very sudden and, and, and also a very positive moment, mm. which means there'll be a squeaking dog, a chicken to be checked on. And That's that right, means we might just have to take a little break. It'll be part three of episode 270 from SHHQ. R-H-S-H-H-Q. R-H-S-H-I-T. Righto, we're back then. And you try another wine? Yes, I've tried the Provenance Pinot Noir. It sounds very to fresh. To compare it to the Mike Press. That's almost, uh, if I didn't uh, know any better, the uh, the logo looks like your own uh, family uh, uh, crest of arms. Coat of arms. It's... Because you're, uh, you're a bit of a coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's plenty of coats around here. Golden, Golden Plains. What's that tie face? Well, it looks... It looks uh, it, like a certain font that gets, used to get used all the time. I'm waiting in to tell you what that font is. But I don't know. Regency script. Is it though? No, oh, I tell no, you. Look at the G. Is that really Regency script? Get off. I would have said the P was. But You'd see it, but you wouldn't, see, it. You wouldn't see that G in garlic prawns. Mm. Anyway, quite pleasant. Um, like the salad, where were we like the Thai beef salad. That, which was very pleasant. You missed out on a Thai beef salad. You did. Dunks, but uh, I, I can tell you that uh, it's a type of salad that would be okay to eat the next day if you had a really good Samsung fridge to keep it fresh overnight. And this next segment is not brought to you by Samsung. Rather, stainless steel cleaning products. I've never cleaned it, wouldn't know how to. It's a pretty good-looking fridge, and if you hold the button down for three seconds, you can lock a child inside. Is that right? <laughs> it's true. So it's a, it's a smart fridge. Yeah. Sounds a bit too smart to me. Oh, does it? Uh, is it like? Has it got the a smart hub button? That's right. It's got the. Does it have voice control? No. So some, <laughs> somebody got a new Samsung fridge. <laughs> am, I, am I missing something? Yeah, Dunks has got the new, and it's a it's a it's a is seriously it a fridge, GF fridge. Is it? Have you got it hooked up to your wireless network so that no. it can email you and tell you when you're out of milk? No, no, it can't do that oh. Would you like because to that book? No. it's not. Why not? It's not, it, Nicholas. Nicholas, what is that book? Is that How to Drive the Sam? Is that Dummy's Guide to Samsung Fridges? <laughs> It oh, is. Yeah. I didn't know they made it. Oh, I didn't either. But you probably yeah. need that one as well. Yes. Yes, it's uh, rather thick. It yeah, sounds like there's a lot, fun. lot to learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess they'll be needing a bit of Karma Sutra this weekend oh, at the uh, at the uh, Austrian Grand Prix. 
the, where the Formula One returns to it, as what I had mentioned there, Nathan Walken, had done a sterling job and really came of age in his GT racing um, to drive from the last position on the grid to, right. to ninth place. Ninth place. <laughs> um, after a suspension component had broke in the, in the practice, practice session, which yeah. curtailed all his ability to be able to basically learn the track. And he and Mario drove together to come to ninth place. And I tell you, there's the best drivers in GT racing there. Uh, Nicky Tim, who just won the, the Le Mans 24 yes. hour, Aston Martin, Aston Martin GT yep, yep. AM, in fact, in the 95 car for which Aston Martin dedicated to Alan Simonson was uh, finishing behind him in both races. So uh, the level of competition is very high. He's, 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 he's learnt to drive a GT car where you get oh. in it and you do it immediately based on your confidence in the tyres and grip levels and brake position, brake, stuff right. like that, which is not what you do in, uh, in, a, in a Formula 3 car. So that's, that's all very good. But, uh, yeah, the Formula 1 goes back there, but not the old track, no. which you can certainly have a look at if you go to Nathan Moore. Dot com and have a look there's some links off to some um, galleries of the old track which goes out to the meadows yes to the meadows the meadows the meadows I'll bring Ashley into it yep. to the meadows and back again and an oral amphitheatre oh very good <laughs> well that wouldn't do a lot of good nowadays anyway would it with the current crop of Formula 1 cars that they're all whinging about aren't noisy enough Nürburgring 24 hours this weekend as well. 24 hour back to back. Yes. Le Mans 24 hour, Nürburgring 24 hour, weekend off, Spa 24 hour. Hard time. And that's why we're having a mid season break with the ADAC GT Masters. Because everybody's doing 24 hours. That's right. Everybody's yeah. tired and cranky. <laughs> cranky. The caterers are all annoyed. <laughs> but that's probably because they don't get a really good drop of red wine, like, like, like a chocolate box. Or a mic press. Well, I think the V8 drivers will be getting cranky this weekend too if the weather in Darwin keeps at 32 degrees. Oh, hot and sweaty. Yeah, I reckon. Well, it'll be the weather report for the next fucking thousand years. Yeah, so, interesting. Yes, V8 supercars up there. Do, do you think there's too much motor racing going on at the moment? Like, dunks. I mean, you know, you've, you've been right inside the infrastructure of Clipsal. You've been there. You've been the nuts and bolts man. But I'd never go to Darwin because I don't know where it is. Well, if we don't <laughs> report it on a, on, a, on a weather report, how can you know? It's hidden. It's a territory. Like Hutt River Province. In a valley, is it? Is it hidden in a valley? Somewhere. Jane. So, Betty may have solved the scolding feet, we hope. Ah, there has been heat rising through the well? From day one. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So she'd want to get it right this time. Mm. That will explain why... Especially darling, if it's going to be 32. That will explain why Maro Engel was very light on his feet when I talked to him at, at, <laughs> oh, at uh, oh, Australian... Bad, bad Austrian F1. Seg you. Well, not what he was. Well, there you go. He, he had a weight, but he was... <laughs> Ballerina-like. Yeah, that's right. That's because of all the blisters underneath. It's just sort of like, well, you know, we're going to pay you this much, but the only thing we're not going to tell you is there's this searing, searing heat. Mm -hmm. Not good oh, for a doctor. 
Not good for red wine, though, Nicholas. Not good for the red wine. Or Rollard. Rollard. Rollard, that flat piece of meat found in Europe with a smattering smattering of mustard before anything can be put inside. Not anything, but edible objects. Rolled up and then pinned and put in a little plastic bag and slightly poached. Oh, yes. You had a bit of roll-up. With the old um, water bath. Water bath trick. Yeah, the old water bath trick, yeah. Yeah. So everybody's up there in the northern... The Northern Territory, a place yes. that Duncan has no memory thereof. But uh, they all like to go there, a bit like yeah, Townsville. It's get away from from Melbourne. They all go, why do we fucking have a fucking race shop in Melbourne? This is all fucked. Because <laughs> you know, well, we make so much money, we need to go to Slowdrum, the Chinese restaurant, and get rid of it all. Get rid of it all. Isn't that right, Nicholas? Or gas bills. We'll get on to that later. Uh-huh. Okay. Don't, don't confuse Germany with this. So, I know we're sort of going back in time or whatever, but you and I haven't discussed this since. Canadian Grand Prix. Dan the Man. Yeah, did, did good, did he not? Did he what? Well, it be fantastic. fair to say the others fell by the wayside as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, had there not been a break issue with the Mercedes, one would argue that their domination would have continued, but, you yes. know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. And right. good on him for doing that. Yeah. And... Uh, I, uh, I, I suppose that I was really pleased to see him win it, but I was even more pleased to see the humble nature and friendly nature of Sebastian Vettel. Absolutely correct. Yes, I thought that was really good, the way that he got out of the car and then went and gave him a big hug and lifted him in the air. It's, although, I, from just bits and pieces you hear of the commentary and whatnot, it would appear that there has been more than maybe a modicum of assistance in terms of car setup from those who feel comfortable in the car to those who don't feel comfortable in the car. Yeah, right. So that's possibly got something to do with it as well. But anyway. But they certainly seem to be a lot on a lot friendlier terms. He did seem to than lift the his Mercedes team. Yeah, he did seem to have <laughs> Yeah, but you know that I, I think that, that, that that's good for business anyway. Oh yeah, and, and the media's likes to stir it up. I mean everybody's on But you know, you the fact that if there is rivalry brings it onto the front page. Mm. And uh, you know, we've seen that over the years with you know, Cross Centre and Well that's the analogy that in yeah, the most recent analogy in yeah. people's minds. Um, and Michael Schumacher, out of hospital. Yes. Out of yes. one hospital and into another. One in Switzerland. I think there's nothing to comment on that, mate. I just... Yeah, it's wait and see. It's not, it's not our position mm. at Radio Hotlap to make a comment on that. Suffice to say that you know, they, they know more than we do and all you can do is you know, hope and yep. it's six months down the track and yeah, I think it'll, it'll all come good. Well, let's hope it's... I, I, one would suggest his racing days are over, but let's just... Uh, he still will will be a, a legend when he comes back mm. uh, to the mm. living, and he'll be a brilliant person on the lunch circuit. And he might have a bit of um, uh, a humility. He might. <laughs> but don't hold your breath. <laughs> Can I say that? Well, in poor taste. Probably not, but there you go. In poor taste, yeah. But the uh, the Canadian Grand Prix, uh, 
Uh, from Canadia. What a top race. From Canadia, yes. which I heard today from one of the politicians on the radio on 97.2. Well, actually, Detroit. one of the commentators, I don't know, it was Rusty Canada. or um, Jonesy, actually, mistakenly, or maybe it was... I don't even know whether it was a commentary. Someone mistakenly pronounced it as Canadia, anyway, <laughs> at some stage over the weekend. So yeah, it was an exciting... It was a good race. and it was um, a great race. Um... What time was it on it, in Germany? It, oh, a very convenient time um, for us because uh, Nathan and I had uh, arrived back. We skedaddled immediately in our extremely, extremely <laughs> effective uh, uh, autobahn weapon, the Hyundai Atos. <laughs> Which is about, well, it's about, a couple of well, it's, I can tell it. you, it's narrower than this table. <laughs> is that but right? uh, he manages to get well, it going. Down the, and we, we, we got, we got, it was about four and a half, five hours back. And we got back and arrived in the door. I ordered the egg roll and um, <laughs> from uh, our local Chinese delivery establishment. Oh, Mr. John, no problem, Mr. John. Australia <laughs> delivery. And uh, bang, TV was on. Yep. And you were on it. <laughs> so was Nathan. Yep. Out the door. Lenore. And bangs the word. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> okay. I hardly saw him. Anyway. <laughs> yes, Germany's been quite a interesting kerfuffle. educational ed- but, exercise. Uh, towards the end of the Canadia Grand Prix, there yes. was a, a rather well exciting moment there with uh, Checker and uh, Massa. Oh, where man. only well, where exciting. where um, Sebastian Vettel probably thought Vettel didn't no, no, take now. Uh, that's I right. Just cannot. Just, and initially you thought it was, see that it was Massa. He bunch. must have just gone shit. Massa had bunged it up straight across, but he hadn't. It wasn't. It was uh, Perez that got the mm. got the heave ho. That's right. <laughs> what do you want to call it? Um, Did you cover that AMG sponsoring Airbus? No, we haven't. No, yet. I haven't no, seen that. Airbus and AMG are going to allow Airbus to be stickered oh, with okay. AMG. So that's sort of the thin end of the wedge, isn't it, for next year? I, I don't know, but uh, the fact I, I absolutely had not heard that, and the fact that AMG, as a as a brand, which is like the performance arm of Mercedes, okay. infers yep. that Mercedes Benz Australia wants to continue that relationship that's what i would suggest yes with uh with uh with better of us well maybe they'll one more one more gd what is it gd3 they haven't been a fan there's been no it's been no uh um no secret dunks that mercedes-benz australia management has never been in love with the betty kalamenko well, project of yeah. running the cars in Australia, and so they are run as customer sports cars, uh, customer cars. Yeah, um, from AMG. From 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 AMG, and that's where the engineering support, much like Porsche, would provide customer support, or AMG provides customer <coughs> support, not factory cars, yeah. to the ADAC GT Masters. Previously, engines built by HWA. Um, which is the you know, engine outsource associated with Mercedes for their racing programs. In the DTM, it's something you should know is that there are no privateer teams. 
there are three manufacturers, Mercedes, Audi and BMW, and every car is a factory car, yet they have Red Bull branding or Decra branding. And GT3? Well, in GT3, that's not the case, because DTM's sort of a composite championship within itself that is a bit like V8 supercars, but which is privateer teams, but they're, they're country-centric that go and do a little bit of a satellite adventure to another, another nation, whereas GT3 is more of a global product. You can pretty much, but still not quite, take a GT3 car in what spec, like we would run in ADAC GT and take it to another part of the world. For example, the same car that we run, the GT3R, we can take to Blancpain series, but we get a 56mm restrictor, which is a greater air intake, and therefore the performance goes up, and run Pirelli rubber, not, not Yokohama, because the championship is Yokohama, the cars perform on Pirellis better. Why do you think there's no Ferrari 458s in the ADAC GT championship? It's because they simply don't perform on Yokohama. You go to Le Mans, you'll only find Dunlop and Michelin cars. It's a predominantly a Michelin circuit. So it's the same thing. You come to Australia... In fact, there was a, an issue with uh, uh, the Bathurst 12-hour the previous year, whereas the first last year, 2013, where Alan was racing in the Maranello car, the... the, the, uh, the um, Which is where the Mercedes won, GD3... Uh, did it, it probably yes. did it? Yes. Yeah, it probably yeah. did, yeah, but yeah, it didn't yeah, this yeah, year, yeah. okay. It is that the first hour of the race was also, all cars in the first hour of the race were the Australian GT Championship first round. But yes. you could continue on after the first hour and then you would become part of the... 24 hours. That's a, uh, no, 12, 12 hour. hour. Sorry. 12 However, yeah. you had to run Pirelli's in the first hour. And then you could swap to Michelin's. And Alan had, had the, the car was on, the, the Marinola car, which had previously always been on. Yeah, yeah, not broken. Um, got to go back. Um, had, uh, had been on Pirelli's, had cracked the shits and said, look, fucking put Michelin's on the thing, because that's the only way that, that those Ferraris really work. Hmm. So, yeah, and now while we're on one. So while we're good. talking about the 12 hour, Channel 7. Yeah. Replay. Sorry? Replay. No, no, they're going to play the whole thing live next. Uh, is, is next they year? actually doing it live? Yeah. But it'll be on the secondary channel. Yeah, it's on the second. It's on seven May from the start of the race until three hours before the finish, and then three hours. The last three yeah, hours. Yeah, because they've got to take in the, fi- uh, the in the news. Yeah, and the last three hours, it's going to be live. So there you go. So it's pretty pretty good coup for uh, the twelve hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainstream. And, and uh, you have to wonder whether Channel 7's uh, thoughts around that live coverage have got to do with the prospective international TV audience, now that it is becoming more of an international race, that they can make money from actually selling it to overseas broadcasters. Well, I don't see how they could pay for it otherwise, effectively. Sell iCloud. <laughs> Yeah. Um, now, on that note, have yes. you, uh, Nick needs a bit more iCloud. Can you? Um, can you? Uh, oh, he just wants. Can you yeah, go, yeah, can yeah, pick I'll... that up tomorrow? Yeah. 
Can you can you put that in a, a what label? sort of? Like, what, can you leave it at the front uh, desk for us? Cirrus or cumulonimbus iCloud? Would you uh, like? I'm thinking half overcast, medium right. cloud, medium rare, yeah, Me- medium rare cloud. Yeah, with a with a, ch- a chance bit of, of stratocumulus yeah. maybe should yeah. do the trick. What I sort would of, what would you be needing down your end of the town uh, end of the table? Because um, you, you, I mean, now that you're, but you're working at a previous gay this pub. This is for Formula One Super Sweet. <laughs> See on about. <laughs> There's a it's funny nice Are you using the timer on that watch? <laughs> that heart is broken already. <clears throat> is it time to check the Check the chicken? Well, it probably is, but we should probably top no, we'll check wind the, the show up. No, 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 we'll check the chicken and we'll come back. Oh, we're going to break and have another break. Uh, look, it's one of those. It's, look, if you can break it by hemispheres, you can break it by minutes. Well, true. All right. Is that enough pepper on that? You know, we'll what, if you, you know, what if you try it before you put the pepper on it? I did. I tried it's it when I cut it. It's a nice table, Nick. Have you had it? Is this the first time you've... Have you had a, a, a meal around here like before with people? Yes, I have, Jonathan. Oh, really? Who do you have around? My children. Well, I mean, you know, but with adults. I still haven't had one with adults. <laughs> Very good. He's a cheeky. Right, so should we try this chocolate box? Oh, viewers. Just chuck it in your car, Duncan. This chicken is beautifully carved by JP. Oh, I don't know about that. I think you've done a very good job of carving. Hectic. Nicholas has done a great job of providing the uh, facility. What do you reckon of it? Is, that, is it worth buying? An organic chicken from the Barossa Valley. Mm. Russ That's seems to think so, doesn't he? Exceedingly you? deluxe. It does make a difference, doesn't it? It does. Very tasty. Mm. So, um, I've got a little bit of a, a problem. You do? Oh, it's got a bit of smoky garlic flavour in it, doesn't it? Mm. Nice. So uh, I noticed that, um, you know, and we, we're going to sort of move on to sort of barbecues, but this isn't barbecues, but roast, but this company, Greyhawks, roast chicken has roast barbecue. chicken and roasted garlic gravy, but they've upped the price, put little pictures of, you know, where Maggie Beer would have a holiday, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so... Cut down the serving side, sightline is do bit. three people instead of doing that. But, but, but what's more, they still have the other product. Mm. So what I'm thinking is, was this the original product that was really good, and then they've just downgraded? Because you know they make it really great to get you in. Yeah. And then they downgrade it. Is this what they're doing? No, I don't think so. Or is this they're just they're moving up a notch? Why? Well, I, I mean, this is like the marketing gold, gold label. There's more money to be made in high end, so let's produce a high end product. So you're saying they, they wouldn't they wouldn't sell that product out where the, the buffalo live, you know where? Well, they might. Where the high undies are parked. But they wouldn't get a lot of turnover of it probably in that area. Whereas here in Norwood, 
they probably sell more of the upmarket one than they do of the regular one. This is turning out to be a terribly snobby edition of the show. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I think we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves with the echelots. Beautiful. Yes. Tech time. Tech time. Oh. Tech time. Interesting, JP, that they would introduce, Apple would introduce a iMac that's lower price, but it's also lower performance than the current model it replaces. It's almost like using the the iPad, the uh, MacBook uh, Air MacBook Air chip. Yes, it's almost like they've got a special deal on the chips from someone and gone. Oh, what can we do with all this excess inventory of MacBook Air chips? I know. Let's just introduce a low price iMac. It's not like it was on the front page. No, it's not. It was a stealth almost. Yes. We saw it on the website before we even got the, the technical bulletins in to tell us that it was there. Was that to say that the standard 21.5-inch iMac mm. now runs the slower chipset than the previous entry unit? So if I'd bought an entry unit, let's just say, if I was ordering an entry unit... Yeah. OK, Rust, I know the chicken's good. In a minute. If I was ordering an entry unit on mm. the previous i3 chip... And suddenly it wasn't, it became unavailable, would I've been silently shipped the slow of the unit? No, I don't think so, because the way Apple work is if, if, if you're in that situation, they will, they will contact you and tell you that they've cancelled your original order. Yeah, but if I'm going through a dealer... The alternatives direct. now are this, this and this. If you were going through a dealer, well, maybe. What would you do? Well, being unscrupulous, of course. I mean, we're still selling what we had in stock, mm -hmm. which is yeah. the, the two you? previous models. Mm. Um, but we started taking orders today, obviously, for the new one, and the new ones are supposed to be shipping almost immediately. So, But are people aware of it? Are people no, aware people of the newer units because are slower than the last ones? Because... Um, I had a, an inquiry today, and the, the person who made the inquiry wasn't aware that the, the rules had changed as of this morning. But, having said that, this afternoon, it's actually gained some traction and some publicity. So, give it a week and everybody will know. Yeah, what, what, so, what's the price differential here? 200 bucks? Yeah, two, 200 or 250. But is, is, is it enough? Well, do people still want... You know, they feel like they, oh, I've got to have the... It's like, you know, it's like putting new tyres on your car. You don't realise how bad they are until you get them. Mm. And then you upgrade your computer and you go, I didn't realise how bad the old... how slow my old computer was. Yeah, well, there's obviously going to be a bit of that in it. But also, I think that from a, from a marketing perspective, it's like, well, OK, we've got people saying that they can buy a cheap PC for 800 bucks. We've got nothing to compete with that. Um, how are we going to bring the price down? And so the most obvious way is to use a lesser processor. Worldwide Developers Conference a couple of weeks ago. What's the overseas? Well, I don't think we've had a chat since, but... No, we haven't, no. All looks quite good, though. Yep. Where they're going with iOS 8 and a bit more love to, to Mac OS 10.10. 10.10, that's right, which mm. they were going to call... Yosemite. They were going to call it grass. 
<laughs> right. But then they just it, it didn't really work, although apparently much of the marketing team quite enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, they were probably a bit worried too that Microsoft might bring but uh, they might, they must they might bring Windows this. 9 out and cut their grass. But they might have been in the 60s. So I can't think of anyone that, uh, other than um, and even the and even the man on uh, on suits. Have you seen that uh, that series, Nick? Because it's actually pretty good if you consider watching it on um, on iTunes. It's oh. an actually a, a very good uh, yes, right. show. Well, considering you know that I recommended the show to you, Jonathan, <laughs> last night, and said that you must watch the first show to understand the story. Right. Suits. Is it a US show Should or a it English is a US show? US show, right? Yeah. It's a US show. Uh, and I had been watching it over the sh- shoulder of, uh, of Nathan back in Armsbach, sucking down all of Dominic Farnbacher's bandwidth best I could, best we could. And sucking but down I, no, I wine as well. No, no, I was cooking. I was busy right. cooking. Okay. The... Boy, Russ, you are absolutely on this chicken, aren't you? It's, um, she's chickening. So it's a good show, Nick. It's pleasant. Right. And it's engaging. It's Dallas. It's oh, Dallas. Oh, well, you were always a Dallas fan. Yeah, and there's the there's the, um, there's the J.R. Ewing and there's the Cliff Barnes sort of characters, mm. characterisation. It's in there. 2014. Yeah. Very good. Which um, happens to coincide with uh, a, a Davies release of 2014 Creative Cloud Apps. Yeah. I'm quite happy to download it today, although um, that will account for Nicholas's 17 gigabyte of data overnight, which means <laughs> they upgraded today. Which means he'll, he'll get a letter before his month's up. For a very uh, reasonable $10. And uh, I must say, that was two days since someone has been at the new establishment. Right. You can't wait for me to go. He didn't say that. No, but he's intimating it. Would you like some more gravy, JP? No, I'm fine, thank you. What about you, Nicholas? Is there anything there for a dog? I'm actually finished. Now, while we're on tech time, I saw today that a pommy company is on Kickstarter with the ultimate in slot car racing that's not slot cars. Mm -hmm. They're trying to develop a new track. They've got all the technology. They've just got to make it a a viable commercial product. How's that interesting? And so it's it's slot car racing, but without the slots. Ah, but it's... So uh, there's sensors in the track that know where the car is. This is... This is... Well, I'm just going to get Russ a little bit more chicken, as you can hear. Yes. She won't, like, quit on the squeaks. Um, This was highlighted by... uh, In the developers' conference last year. And I can't think of the name, but they had, like, a strip of of material they put down and they were sort of self-aware uh, Bluetooth LE enabled devices yep. that sort of took on different characteristics and you could race each other from You can race each other or you can race just a car that keeps itself running so uh, as in a, um, a video game scenario and they're trying to get funding to get the thing off the ground uh, it's quite a substantial aim being a pommy company 
I think the minimum Kickstarter investment is one pound, but that gets you nothing um, pretty well. Uh, but I think the the serious money is eighty pounds and upwards um, to get this thing off the ground, and it looks pretty good. I'm I'm seriously thinking that you get a basic for your eighty pounds, you get a basic track and two cars, and obviously controllers to make it work. And I, I reckon it looks pretty good. It's hard to know things that there's a lot of really good marketing. Internet marketing out there, or virtual marketing of products. And once you get your hands on them, the user interface is so cluttered. For example, um, fine wine, fine wine, fine wine buying manager 2.0's television. Yes. Which is an excellent piece of Samsung glass, but a totally screwed up interface with unnecessary. Complexities. I think it's age over technology. Mm -hmm. Could be. Right. Could be. Well, you just have a look at the Apple remote and notice how many buttons it's got and the, then work the, out the why, that, why everyone else has got. The one that you. I, I, I just to... had to unpair it and then I repaired it. Did I? <laughs> did I, I repaired the pairing. You, you repaired. I said, I'll go and have a look at a knowledge base, and I solved it for you instantaneously. So I'm not trying to get you to defend the purchase. I mean, we, this, uh, because this the man at the end here, who's not eating chicken, who really wants it, but he's in denial, has a Samsung fridge with a child lock. You have a Samsung TV. I don't have a Samsung phone. I don't have anything Samsung. But what I was getting onto is... The new phone from Amazon, the Fire, yeah. which on all initially looks like it's going to be a good device, but reports coming in, user interface a complete mess, right? And that's probably, you know, to be expected. Maybe. I well, mean, it's designed about buying. It's about getting access to Amazon services, and if you're on a big Amazon customer. That's the phone for you. And hmm. their, their selling point, I guess, well, one of their major selling points is we've got a better camera and you've got unlimited cloud storage. Mm -hmm. So whereas Apple's going, well, you, meaning that your cloud, unlimited cloud storage would mean whatever photo you take will be on the cloud and it'll never cost you anything. Up until we change our terms of agreement. Mm. And then you will mm. have to pay to get access to it because there'll be a lot there. Now, well, while we're talking about phones, we went to uh, a trade show about three or four weeks ago, one of our distributors, and there was a stand there that was basically Microsoft, Telstra, Nokia, because Microsoft now owns Nokia. Mm -hmm. And they had the low-cost entry Nokia smartphone, which I think you can pick up for about $179 or whatever. Snap, Freehold. Snapdragon, Qualcomm. Yeah, Snapdragon. Um, but running Windows Phone, and for the money, I thought it was an absolute little ripper. Well, the really Windows Phone 8.1, they fantastic. reckon that Windows 8.1 is um, it's like Windows 9. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I think it's, 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 a, it's probably time that we, from a technical perspective, we all took a little bit of a step back and have a fresh look at phones. 
And okay, we know the iPhone, and majority of people have one. Um, it wouldn't hurt when the new shortly to pick up another phone and just try mm. it for a week and yeah. run with it for a week and see what it does for you. And if the integration is there, well, so be it. Because you, for a lot of people, they they just they don't do any integration with their phone. They don't, you know. No, a lot Nick, of people just iTunes use the phone Match as a standalone with, item. Yeah, Nick just only turned iTunes Match on yesterday, which yep. meant that okay, not only was his music archived onto. You know, um, Apple servers and, and then replaced them with you know the 120 uh, sorry the 256 AAC yeah, uh, lossless versions. versions and give him the artwork for the, the it's only because of. I could buy it from JP well, That's well right. he hasn't sent you the invoice no and he never will but he no well it might come by the cloud it could do yeah but you're not like, like a rainstorm of invoicing, like a hail. <laughs> That's right. But, but it, it helps. It has been. Uh, it has been helpful for you because it isn't you know, because it, it moves it across all the devices. Yes. I don't think too many people are doing that. I think people use that use their phones as pretty standalone things. And if no. they're in a Windows, if they're Windows centric people, when there's a lot of them, they think you know the the Apple iPhones a Halo product. They sort of eh, they don't get the connectivity. No, but Mac users do, though. Yeah, Mac Without users, but, but, but they're a, a small, way small percentage. Mm. It's like, who watches soccer versus Formula One? Talking tech, though, what do you think about these curved TVs? I haven't seen one. I saw one. I cannot I saw it. one in Arnsbach, but I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't have a frame of reference other than the price tag. Mm. I... I don't know what to say about that. I think eventually it will become maybe the normal TV set. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Particularly if you look into the big screen. Because mm. I, I have noticed that with big screen TVs now, oh, well, the minute you get up to 46 inches or whatever, you've got to be sitting that far well, away. Of course, to, of course it's going to be. To because, you know, if the they're, they're all working on wearable technologies, JP. You mm. know, so, you know, you can't have a flat watch. Even though the back of a watch is currently flat, maybe some of the more modern ones, you know, yeah, the, the, back that no, not so much more modern, the more scientifically advanced Swiss, you know, proper, proper moving mm. watches. <laughs> Chickety going off. Isn't it? Well, obviously that's the sign of a good chook. It it go off, it was a I have to say it was a deluxe chook. Yeah. It's very very nice. Um, well, I've got to do something here. Come on. <laughs> Dogs are on. Oh, boy. Um, look, every, it's all moving to that stuff. I mean, let's just go back. Let's rewind 10 years ago. You know, what do we see now that 10 years ago that we went, God, fuck, wouldn't have seen that. Mm. I mean, the camera technologies. and you know, look, at the, look at the size of the, the, the lens in the back of an iPhone. Mm. It's like, what, five, six millimetres across or something yep. like that. Yet the shots that it takes, mm. it it is more to it than that. Obviously, than just the the, the size of the of the lens there. But, but yeah, and the then whole. we go back and think of quick take cameras. I know exactly. Yeah, which was no battery life. So and you go back to nineteen ninety six and when we were at the bloody Seabold and we saw that. Um, and 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 remember cars? What ten years ago? It's, oh, it's probably more. Fifteen years ago, 
Celicas were angular cars. Mm. I don't think they make them anymore, but then they became curvaceous before they got rid of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't. Cars are curved now, so you can bend things. And I saw today, uh, I think, I don't know, is it, it is, I think it's like Sharp. Plastics, isn't it? I think Sharp's working on some stuff, and they showed an example of, of an of a LCD display which is not squared, and so they had cutouts in it because representing a dashboard, right. saying that we don't need to do it in this square fashion. It wasn't like a piece of material that was square with blacked off sections just to show the outline of what they wanted. Right. They actually could run. So they changed the shape, shaped it to fit effectively. <coughs> yeah, and you're getting you know, new technologies coming in, you know, like, you know, the, in the 3GS, uh, the 3GS phone, when that was released, that the pin that put the SIM in and out was made with liquid metal. That was a liquid metal project. Yeah. Just that part. And there's all sorts of um, uh, new things like graphene coming on online, yeah. and you're going to see carbon fibre reinforcements wow. and all that. 3D sort of, because printing's they're, just but they're, but they're gone dropping, through it's dropping, the roof. Yeah, it's dropping down to, mm -hmm. you know, where... 20 years ago, 10 years ago, who had flat screen TVs? Mm. Yeah, nobody. Well, those well, who very few. It. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And now they just. Well, there's certainly. I mean, we're only going to find it at a Mildura hotel. We're certainly. Kelly's got rid of it. If you don't find it at a Mildura hotel, you'll find something else. Uh, well, we'll entertain yourself. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what would that Fair be? Enough. What would that be? What would you find in a Mildura hotel? Who knows? Mm. Until um, you go um, there. Maybe we should just dwell on that. And Until there. you go there. There you go. And that's a good enough reason, viewers, for you to come and visit Australia. It's nice to be back. Hope you'll come and visit us for episode 271 at Radio Hotlap, that light-hearted and zany podcast that doesn't provide chicken dinners to Duncan Donuts who uh, comes in a little bit late and decides that uh, he wants to go and be Karma Sutra-ry. <laughs> What's that say there on page 273? No, he's, he's that, ditched that now. Oh, he's on the vines of San, vines San Lorenzo. San Lorenzo. Mm. Well, you are a naughty Tuscan. There you go. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Good night. Uh, and good morning in the southern, northern hemisphere. Northern hemisphere. Northern. You sure? Is it northern? Yeah. Northern. What is it, Northern? Rust's gone to sleep. Rust's chicken down. What are you fucking around at? <laughs> just a little anecdote, viewers, right, that uh, JP has just decided that he would be deciding to move a little closer to town rather than living in McLaren. No, Dunks is harassing me about moving closer to town instead of Kids living in McLaren Vale. And I'm not in McLaren Vale. No. I'm, it's another 20 minutes to get to McLaren Vale from my house. And I'm just saying that from Norwood to my place at Aberfoyle Park takes me approximately 30, 35 minutes tops. But, but anyway, McLaren Vale is McLaren Vale, so it'll be good to see you closer. And then you won't need a car anyway because you won't have a licence. You'll be over 84. It's so nice that's the thing. But look, JP, I just, I think just there's something we should also say on the show, just as a tiny little bit at the end, is to thank Nicholas for his. Uh, um, uh, 
hospitality, hospitality here absolutely. and putting Brett yeah. up with me, let alone you. Yeah. And uh, the, the use of his kitchen. And uh, mate, I have to say, that, that roast chicken came out well. It did. Probably because the uh, objects that it was being cooked in, as Ruskin, which I've never heard her squeak so much. Mate, they're amazing, uh, amazing pans and, and nice that you can put them in the oven. It is. That would have cost a fortune. Special pans. Can't beat those special pans. What do you reckon they cost? I don't know. About two bob each. What do you mean? <laughs> From David Jones. Well, don't they have stuff for two bob at David Jones? Well, they would have. They could try to go out of business. I wouldn't know because I haven't been there for that many years. Five hundred years. Uh, since five, I've been I, to I'd David say five hundred. What do you say? What would you? Are we guessing. So, what are we actually guessing on? We're well, I'd have a look at it's a full range. It's got the whole the bit, but they look very, very nice. And one of them's quite a no, deep I'd say paella-ry dish with the. You'd full... be more pushing towards the eight hundred mark, I right, reckon. Yeah. What do you think? What's the brand? Uh, it's along those lines. Have they got copper handles? Uh, stainless, stainless steel, steel, but they've got rubber, but that heat doesn't transfer, and they've got metal pins. And I noticed that they've got really thick bases that takes a long time for the heat to come through. But I cooked bacon and eggs this morning, and uh, oh, it took a while, but boy, it was suggest, the best bacon and eggs without I, the eggs. I would suggest we have to be careful here. Was it a wedding gift? No, he went and bought it. I think. Uh, no. He had some purchase. It was, since it's he's because been he had to buy after all. 1400. Wow. It's really up in the ante. 1400. I, I wouldn't I have gone that high. I wouldn't have gone that high. I wouldn't have gone that high. I'd have gone probably around 75 bucks. <laughs> so come on. Pretty Spurs. close. The beans. 70 bucks. 70 bucks. <laughs> no. David Jones. Reduced. From five hundred to seventy. From five hundred to seventy. Is that right? Yeah, like he's bloody. He, he's totally rigged. Reduced from fourteen hundred to eight hundred. From five hundred to seventy-five to seventy. Unbelievable. <laughs> someone must clean. Well, someone must have seen you coming, or you must have seen them coming. I don't know what the story is. <laughs>